Welcome back to another episode of the Divorced Assholes. Hi, guys. <laughs> My name's Adam, and that's Colleen. And today we are going to be doing something a little different than normal. Um, I actually did the research for this one, and we're doing a little kind of a side episode while we get while we're doing some more um, in-depth episodes in the background. Today's episode is going to be about Krampus, <laughs> the legend, the myth, <laughs> the horror. Sure. <laughs> and when when I say I did research, I looked I looked it up on Britannica.com for like thirty seconds while I was at work. <laughs> so I figure we can just kind of talk about it, um, but. Yeah, so I mean, Krampus is obviously the cool part of Christmas. What? There was obviously that movie out, that came out. I never seen it. Um, it was a good one. Let's see, when did it come out? I think it was 2014? Can you give us like a... I think it was a while ago. A synopsis? So the movie is, uh, it's kind of gay. Like the opening is, a, <laughs> there's this family that's all cute and they're kind of fighting. Oh and God. there's like an inner turmoil. Mm-hmm. about um their extended family that's coming over okay and then they have like on the father's side i think it is like german heritage oh um so the grandmother is like straight up german she just speaks german i like her um and she's talking about how they need to be good or krampus will come and get them oh and she has like a relationship with the youngest and he's like all mad about stuff and then he writes a letter to Santa, and then they all make fun of him for it, the extended family. Um, so he tears it up and, like, makes a wish that everybody would, I don't know, go away. That's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> and then enter Krampus, and he just starts fucking everybody up. So is he just, like, like an antichrist of, of Santa? Yeah, so he is the anti-Santa. Anti-Santa. Uh, Krampus... In Central European popular legend, a half-goat, half-demon monster. He's half-goat? Yeah, that's why he has hooves. <laughs> in, in the movie, how they depict him is he's got like, which is kind of weird, he's got like a normal face, like a human face-ish. Yeah. And he's got horns, and then he's got hooves. He's got the long neck thing, like from Dark Crystals. You remember those like bird monster things? Ugh. It was the same thing. Ugh. Um, that's terrifying. But yeah, that's not how he would really look. He would look straight up like a demon. Um, and yeah, so half demon monster that punishes misbehaving children at Christmas time. He is he is the devilish companion of Saint Nicholas. Wait, so they're friends. Companion implies. Well, they work together, I guess. Oh, I get it. Okay. So Santa checks his list, and then the naughty list goes to Krampus. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so Krampus is believed to have originated in Germany. Of course. And his name derives from the German word Krampen, which means claw. Oh, does in the movie, does he have, like, claws? No. They should have done that. I think it shows his hand, and it's, like, a normal hand. Maybe he has, like, long nails. Other than that. Come uh, on. You got Santa Claus and Krampus and you're not going to use, like, claws? 
I already don't want to watch it. It's not Santa Claus, C-L-A-W-S. Oh, yeah, you're right. Santa doesn't have claws. (laughs) You're right, you're right, you're right. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, anyways, as this keeps on saying, and again, this is from Britannica.com. Which, I love that website. Yeah, it's a nice website. It has a lot of good information. Yes. Uh, Krampus was thought to have been part of pagan rituals for the winter solstice. According to a legend, he is the son of Heel, spelled H-E-L, the Norse god of the underworld. So, wait, is Santa pagan too? Yeah. I didn't know that. I think. No, you're right, because in Supernatural... (laughs) I show that. Well, no, because it's Saint Nick. So, but I know that Christmas, um, and I'm kind of tipsy, so my brain's kind of crazy, but I do remember reading somewhere that Christmas, like, you know how it's like a, like the name Christmas comes from Christ and it has to do with Jesus being born. But however, Jesus was actually born April 6th. So like the December time frame for Christmas comes from pagans and like it goes like you were talking about the winter solstice it a lot of the Christmas traditions are pagan like we take we took the pagans um rituals and turned them into our Christian belief so oh there was a few things that we Halloween Halloween yes that's pagan too that is so crazy okay so that's what Christians do. They just steal shit, make it sound like it was their own because no. they've been around forever. Exactly. No, they really do. And like with They're like, mm, we actually like that. <laughs> so that's ours. <laughs> no, but really they do. So I know with like the winter solstice, a lot of it had to do solstice. Solstice. They did have a lot of rituals of like giving gifts to like their gods in order to have like a forgiving winter so i know that a lot of like our current current traditions do come from pagan rituals so if they had a krampus that was from pagan beliefs that's the part where just like oh forget it we'll just take the good part forget krampus yeah i mean does it say when krampus was introduced well i was about to get into that (laughs) (laughs) with the spread of christianity krampus became associated with christmas despite efforts of the catholic church to ban him the creature and saint nicholas are said to arrive on evening of december 5th krampus knock krampus night we adam we missed krampus knock we didn't even like celebrate yeah i didn't even know this till today so we wouldn't have known okay next year yeah, we'll just celebrate Christmas on the 5th. <laughs> While St. Nicholas rewards nice children by leaving presents, Krampus beats those who are naughty with branches and sticks, which is like the lighthearted part. Oh, that's yeah, lighthearted? That's the good part. Oh, okay. That's the good Krampus, like if he's in a good mood. Wow. In some cases, he is said to eat them or what? take them to hell. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's when he's aggro. He's a little probably hungover. <laughs> On December 6th, St. Nicholas Day, children awaken to find their gifts or nurse their injuries. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Of course, that's a German. So, 
back then Christmas was on December 6th. Is that what you just said? Yeah. Oh, okay. Interesting. And then that was pretty much it for Krampus. It goes into like some uh, some more kind of gay stuff. Like they have a festival in Germany that they do. Oh my gosh. I've been to the Chris. Wait, hold on. Let me think what they're called. Hello. The Christmas markets, but that's not what that's in English. I've been to them in Germany. They're amazing. They have booths set up everywhere. They're the best food. The best thing ever in Germany during Christmas time is called Glühwein. It's like warm wine with spices. They have them on like corners. You can just go up and get some warm wine and it like literally warms you up and you can walk around and buy a bunch of shit. I bought as you're getting drunk. Yeah. I bought a nativity. Is everybody just drinking all the time over there? Yeah, they don't have a drinking age. Also, a thing that I love... Why does it look so down upon here? Like, everywhere else, everybody's just complete alcoholics. But here, if you drink a little bit, you're like, oh, this asshole. (laughs) So, in in Germany, too, they have um, cigarette dispensers. So, nobody fucking cares how old you are to go buy a cigarette. You go to, like, a vending machine for a cigarette here that's cool it is cool the coolest thing about europe that i think in my personal opinion is just how relaxed they are here everybody gets butt hurt and they're so hypersensitized about everything but in europe it's like so relaxed like especially well you say europe how many how many countries have you been to (laughs) two (laughs) wait what's the other one austria it's pretty much germany yeah it is but I can't say much. I wish I went to Germany. I would really like to go. You know what? If this podcast takes off, you and I are going to Germany. Hey, if we can get some German fans, that'd be amazing. Let us come to Germany. We will invade. Pay for our flight. <laughs> because we do not have the money. We don't. Can you imagine just stumbling around? We're like, we can get drunk so every night. And we're just getting drunk. <laughs> no <laughs> kids. Just leave them here. <laughs> hey, um... Does anybody want to watch my kids while we go to Germany? Just putting that out there. No, that's a bad idea. I rescind that offer. Just leave them with uh, your sister. It's your sister. It's your sister, too. Not anymore. (laughs) Okay. Anyways, um, so I mean, as far as the research goes, that's pretty much it. (laughs) Adam, did you do two seconds of research? Yes. Wait, I guess we can count your movie watching of seeing Krampus. Yeah, I mean, I did that more because I was excited to have, like, an actual good horror movie come out for Christmas. Did you like it? I thought it was okay. What's your overall rating of it? Um, they put a little too much comedy into it. so It it was funny? Yeah, it was, was like, a horror comedy. I don't like it when they do that. Which I thought it was okay, but it should have just been, like, a dark comedy. Not, like, being labeled horror. Yeah. Because I I thought, as a horror movie, it sucked. As a comedy, it was okay. Okay. Like, I liked it. Um, But, yeah, I wish they would straight up just do, like, the witch Christmas version. That would be cool. Oh, my gosh. I would totally watch that. Me, too. Okay, wait. Okay. I like having, like, the dark Christmas time. Because this is the darkest time of the year. The most people die. This time, well, mostly elderly and children out in the cold from 
viruses. This is like the worst time of the year, but we're all celebrating like, oh, this is the best time of the year, even though there's poor families starving and freezing on the corner. And you're just, oh, I can't wait till I get to open some fucking presents. <laughs> okay, wait, pause. As a Satanist, what do you feel about Krampus? Or think, sorry, not feel. I think he's metal. Okay. He's cool. Okay. Yeah, he's like the devil's uh, helper, kind of. Yeah. He's like he's like our team's version of uh, Santa. <laughs> so he's like our mascot type thing for the holidays. <laughs> okay, so here's another... Which, decoration-wise, we should just get a bunch of Krampus shit. How do you decorate for Krampus? Just a bunch of, like... What did you say he beat them with? Sticks. Sticks? He just put <laughs> a bunch of sticks on the wall. <laughs> We could, um, no, but I mean more like, uh, just like pictures of him instead of where you would have pictures of Santa, just straight up Krampus. Explain what he looks like again. He looks straight up like a devil, so he's usually like red or black, he has hooves, um, he has like a goat face and horns. I don't know if I want that on my wall. (laughs) Sounds sounds like Mr. Tumnus from Narnia, (laughs) just mad. (laughs) He's like, Lucy! You never came back. I turned to Krampus. I guess he maybe he's related. Okay, and thinking about so wait, going back because that's the half goat, yeah, human guy, right? Yes. So it's called a, a centaur. No, satyr. No. Yes, satyr. Satyr. Yeah. Um, that's just a dude that fucked a goat. Yep. In uh, yep. Mythological or whatever. Yep. Why is that a part of our children's, like, stories? <laughs> you know what? Madonna embraced fucking animals. So it's... What? Def- she did? She did. She did, like, a whole book of it. What? Yeah. Madonna? Madonna. What, that she was fucking animals? Yeah. What kind of animals? I can't remember. I, I tried to look it up, but I got disgusted and I stopped my research. <laughs> so weird. Oh, but yeah. How have I not heard of this? You're going to have to look it up after this. I'm definitely going to. You're definitely going to look it up. But having said that, if this is like a whole pagan thing and they love nature, right? Isn't that their whole thing? Like they're like embracing nature. What? Fucking goats? Yeah. Like, is that part of it? Like they love nature so much that they're going to fuck an animal and then become one and then become a demon. I think that's more like veganism. Why? Or wait, is that the hardcore one? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, they're all like, I'd rather someone die than a goat. Listen. <laughs> okay, here's here's a little tangent I'll go on. I do not like the idea of killing animals, like at all. It makes me Why? sad. Because this is this is a tangent I'm gonna go on, okay? And Adam's not going to agree, but this is why... I already don't agree. Exactly. This is why this podcast is going to get interesting, because Adam and I have different beliefs. I believe... Oh, yeah? You agree with me quite a bit. That's true. But here's one that I don't think I've talked to you about. I was thinking... You better not tell me you fuck animals. No, no. But I think about this all the time, like, especially with Eris. Because I would not let you watch Eris anymore. No! Well, (laughs) we're both women, so that's not going to happen. You could still les out, I guess. (laughs) We could scissor. If oh my god, if I came home to that, I would just move. Would you take Eris with you? Yeah. Damn it. And I'd put her through therapy. 
Wait, okay. It's okay. It wasn't your fault. <laughs> it's her, not you. <laughs> That's never going to happen. But anyways, okay. Oh, thanks. Thank you for telling me that. That makes me feel so much better. No, this is this is my tangent. I've been thinking about this for years. Um, okay, this stems from... You're going to laugh at this, but don't make fun of me, okay? When I watched Pocahontas for the first time many, many moons ago... You're not starting off great. <laughs> she, there's a part in the movie where she's singing about how every rock and tree and creature has a life, has a spirit, and has a name. And I remember in my kid brain, I was like... Yeah, that's like the uh, Indian way of thinking. Yes. And I've thought about it for years. It's been something that's always been in the back of my mind. And I've talked about this with lots of people. Um, but I feel like if humans have souls... Definitely animals do too, especially watching Eris and like her little personality. Like, I feel like she has a soul. So if I think that way, there's no way that I can like go and hunt and kill a deer. Like I couldn't do it. There's no way I could ever harm an animal. I do eat meat. I'm not a vegan. I do respect that way of life because I get it. But in that same, like, how do I word this? I feel like animals do have souls. That's definitely something I very strongly believe. Even though I don't think I have a very strong belief system in a lot of things. Like, I'm still figuring stuff out. I'm pretty sure we both agree that you're atheist. Yes, but I do believe that animals have something about them that's just like us. Oh my god, this is not at all what the episode's supposed to be about. But why do you think they're <laughs> souls? I'm sorry. What makes you think there's a soul? Adam, that's such a deep question. I feel like... It's not. I feel like... It is and it isn't. Wait, wait, wait. For animals or for humans? Anything. Anything. Okay. What makes you think there's a soul and what is the purpose of a soul? Okay. That's a good question. Here's what I think. And this is just calling logic, so it probably doesn't make sense to anybody else. And you're going to laugh so at it. So you don't have a good reason. No, I do, but I just think you're going to laugh at it. You just said nobody else is going to think it's Nobody else is going to agree with it. Then it's not a good reason. Okay. <laughs> you should abandon this reasoning. Okay, if anybody wants to know my reasoning. No, go ahead. Okay. I think that... I'm just giving you critical feedback. No, you're right. Like, I, I appreciate that. And I think that it's important to think that way. Which, okay, just sidebar really quick. One thing that I really appreciate about this Adam... This is already a sidebar. Okay, but one thing I appreciate about Adam and my conversations that we've had about... Like religion and all these things is that I've looked at it in a new way since talking to you in a way that like it's okay to question be open-minded like I love that anyways it's because I'm a nice control or I'm a solid because I think of everything very skeptically I think that's important and honestly I think everybody should think that way Nobody should just do what they're told to do. There would be less religion in the world if everybody thought that way. But you know, it's so healthy to think that way. It is. Like, for you as an individual listening to this podcast, you need to think for yourself. Figure it out. Don't just do something because somebody tells you to do it. But anyways, why I think there's souls. I think that everybody is so unique and they have, like, you're going to laugh at this. And this is something very deep that I don't tell many people. Fuck! I feel like I can sense people's presences in a way that, like, I I recognize other people's energies in such a way that 
I recognize that there's something more to you than your brain, your organs and all this stuff. I don't know exactly what it is, but I attribute that to a soul. And I'm not going to like keep it in a box and say that's definitely a soul. And Adam's laughing. I see it. But. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like everybody is just like there is not going to ever be another you. And I'm talking to everybody. You are so unique. Every single person that has ever been born, there's not going to be another you. And that I'm sure has to do with your your upbringing, your genetics. So, you know, it could be explained so many different ways, but there's something about me that I've always been able to like recognize people's different energies, and I attribute that to souls. So, there you go. Okay, first off, I'm going to nail this. Do it. Um, you never feel my energy. I startle you on a daily basis. <laughs> so does Eris. So that's bullshit. Um, second of all, everything you just described, like someone being specific to them can't be the same. Yeah. That's your brain. Really? That's your genetic makeup, like you said. Like, that's your brain. Nobody is going to be exactly like you. It'd be... Well, you can't say no one could be, because uh, you never want to do an absolute. Um, it's unlikely that someone would ever be exactly like you. The odds are way too great. So do you think that's, like, just your genetics, or is it also part of, like, your conditioning? and like? No, it's all of that. So how you were, you, what you were saying, everything you were saying, I don't see why you're jumping to a soul. Well, like, because... that's just your being. Yeah. And even saying your being is kind of a stretch. That's just you. So I guess that's the problem is like... It's the reason why I, I, I'm getting on you when you say soul, that yeah. sounds kind of preachy. No. Because when you say soul, you immediately think afterlife. Okay. Yeah. Or you think religion. Yeah. Because that's where it's brought up. And that's honestly probably because of your upbringing. Yeah. Because you were told your whole life that there's a soul, there's an afterlife. Yep. Uh, there's something beyond this, which we have no idea. We don't. So. No, you're right. And that's another thing that I've kind of struggled with, too, is, like, quantifying what a person is. And, like, the difference. And I think about this all the time. It's so weird. The difference between an animal and a human. Because I, like, why... Why would a human's life be worth more than an animal's? You know, like all these different things. It's because we have thought. But don't animals think? Haven't they proven that dogs even have thoughts? Low-level thoughts. Exactly. So, yeah, I guess I don't really know. Self-awareness. Self-awareness. That's the big difference between us and animals. Okay. Yeah. Although apes are close because they've shown... Like, types, there are animals that have shown, like, at least a level of self-awareness. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, that's just because they have a bigger brain. That's all it is. That makes sense. Like, Eris has no self-awareness right now. All she knows is she's in, she's on the bed, she's trying to go to sleep, and she wants you to leave her alone. No, look, she's snuggling me. She doesn't want me to leave her alone. <laughs> See? She's going to molest me again. <laughs> But yeah, no, the, everything you're talking about for a soul, I mean, it's just your brain. See, I think... There's no reason to think it's anything beyond your brain. 
Because as soon as your brain dies, yeah, everything special about that person is gone. See, I think that's like my brain is like always trying to come up with a, another reason other than like scientific reasons for why we are the way that we are. Because I do want to romanticize it and I want to feel like, oh, I'm special because I have an amazing soul. So it's like almost me trying to make myself feel like I understand life more than I do. Because that gives me comfort. Do you know what I mean? So you give yourself pep talks? Yeah. Sounds like you're just constantly patting yourself on the back. Hell yeah, I, I am. have such a good soul. I do. Why not just say you're a good person? I don't know. I think it is a lot to do with, like you said, our upbringing and like. So one of the things that um, I've heard used a lot to help people kind of break away from the the religious um, indoctrin indoctrination. Um, so let's say there is an afterlife, mm-hmm. um, and so best case scenario, there's going to be a life after this. Right. Bonus. Worst case scenario, there isn't one. So usually you want to plan for worst case scenario. So if you live your life good and be good to other people, Mm -hmm. um, be ethical and be moral, you don't have to be moral. You don't have to be religious to be moral. You're right. Um, Then live your life as well as you can. And then if there is an afterlife, bonus. If not... You had a good life. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's kind of the way to look at it. Um, they have a, I forget what it's called, but they have a uh, after religion, I forget what it's called, but there's like this fund for um, people that break out of religion. Um, a lot of therapists and stuff, but a, a lot of them go through this and they're like, so um, one of the main ones is like the fear of hell. Like, that's one thing that people have a hard time breaking away from after they break from break away from religion. And one of the things they do to combat that is, okay, which hell are you worried about? What do you mean? So you, which hell are you most afraid of? The one that I've been taught about my whole life? Mm-hmm. Like... How about the, um, let's just go with the Christian hell. Yeah. Which is pretty similar. It, yeah, isn't it like the same thing? No. No? From the Mormon? Oh, you're right. Because no, we have different. we have three de- degrees, I forgot. Yeah, so this is how they word it. Um, and, well, actually, usually they do like a different one. So like one that's way different. Um, so let's do Jewish hell. Are you worried about going to the Jewish hell? No. See? Hmm. Why not? Well, because I'm not Jewish. Well, then that's you're more likely to go to the Jewish hell than your hell. If it's true. Damn. Damn. But you don't worry about that one. No. I've never even thought about it. Exactly. There's a million different hells that are proposed through religion. Yeah. And you only ever worry about one. Yeah. So, I mean... It's kind of pointless to worry about that one when there's potentially a million you could go to. That's such a good point. Damn. And they all say they all say that it's the real one. Yeah. 
See that, okay, I had a conversation with somebody about that one time. Like, the thing I struggle with most is, like, how massive the world is and how many different religions there are. And everybody's saying that theirs is the correct one. Like, mm. fuck, who, whose is right? You know? Like, it's just ridiculous. But, anyways, back to Krampus. This kind of plays into it, though, if you think about it. Like, when it comes to religion. That's why I was trying to bring it back to hell. No, you're right, like, because... We were way off topic. You're right. But, no, if you think about it, like... This I whole... swear we always talk about religion or something in every episode. You're an atheist, so... I'm you bring it up. This. Well, you know what? Like, every time, you bring it up. It's such an interesting topic, though. We're going to have to put, like, a disclaimer. This is going to be somewhat religious <laughs> in each of these episodes. No, I respect every religion. I do. You should. I do. But here's the thing, like, Christmas is such a heavily religious holiday. And there's other religions who, they have to deal with that. Like, think about it. Like, people who are Jewish or people who are not Christian, dealing with all the Christmas rush and and everything. Like, it's just interesting to see how far we've come in, in the whole world's view of not only religion, but holidays. And now talking about Krampus, like, we laugh at it now, but I'm sure there was a time that people were legitimately pushing that down other people's throats. And kids were probably really scared of Krampus, especially, well, I guess only in Germany. As people are really, well, yeah, it was mostly Germany. Um, as people are truly afraid of hell. Yeah. Like, I was thinking about this the other day, uh, which this is kind of a sad glimpse into my childhood. Um, when I was, before I was, or right after I was eight, I think I was nine, after I got baptized into the Mormon religion, um, I was mad that I didn't die before I was eight. Why? Because of their um, teachings. Like, after you, uh, so in the Mormon religion, if you die before you are able to be baptized in the Mormon church, you automatically go to the top level of heaven. Yep. Like, automatically. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter. Yep. Um, after that, after you get baptized, you have, <laughs> if you do wrong stuff or if you sin, you're going to go to one of the lower kingdoms or potentially hell. So whenever I like did stupid stuff like lied or, you know, took something, little tiny stuff. I mean, I never murdered anybody. Are you sure? It's <laughs> a nine year old. <laughs> but I remember like mom always telling me that I was such a bad kid. And I remember thinking like, I wish I died before I was eight. Oh, like all the time. I was wow. like wishing that. See, I feel Just like... because like I could have gone to heaven. Yeah. And I wouldn't have had to worry about this. Yeah. So it's a really messed up thing to push on children. We talked about this recently. How like, okay. Here's another disclaimer. Like we totally respect you parents um, choosing to raise your children in religion. But me and Adam had this conversation. Um, Colleen may respect it. I do not. <laughs> I respect your um, your way of life and yeah. being able to do it. Yeah. But I do not respect the way that most people are raising their children. Really. Yeah, we talked about this and how I don't... We Well, I guess I shouldn't say... We that. have a lot of family that's bringing up their children in the LDS church. Yes. I don't agree. Well, and because we were raised LDS... That like, which I have a lot of respect and love for the LDS church, but I do not. However, 
what I do not agree with is the is the way that people force their kids to go to church. They force their kids to go on missions. They force their kids to believe in what they believe. And me as a parent, I'm never going to force my kids to do anything religious religion-wise. I'm going to give them information and they get to choose. Never ever am I going to shove it down their throats or make them feel like they're bad kids if they don't believe the same things I believe. Because like honestly, if you think about it, if you're growing up, unless they're flat earthers, then oh, I think you can yeah, kind of beat them up a little bit. That's ridiculous. I'm sorry. Anyways, yeah, like and I was It's like a religion now. Yeah. It is ridiculous. But yeah, like telling your kids that you have to believe the way that I believe is just such a narrow way of living. It's it's like But that's how people live for the longest times. Yeah, and it's like you are you are totally free to believe whatever you want. Nobody's ever gonna be like, you have to believe this as an adult, right? Like nobody's gonna be coming to your house like, have you been to church? If not, you're a really bad person. So why would you do that to a kid? What, because they're impressionable? Because wait, wait, wait. people do do that. Oh, you're right. But I mean, like, as like a parent, are they is is like a bishop gonna come down, bang on our doors, like you better get to church right now, or you're grounded. You know? No, they'll do worse. <laughs> they'll come by your house and be like, "Oh, I'm so sorry, we haven't seen you at church recently. Are you doing okay? <laughs> What's wrong with you?" No, I feel like that's legitimately worse because they're like, they're, um, they're shaming you, but doing it in a way of seeming friendly. Yeah. So it's like a psychological yeah. torture. Using guilt of. and shame to yep. manipulate you. Yep. Which I feel like you should never do it to Which a I child. I feel like Krampus would use. Krampus totally would. Because like, and thinking about like Santa and Krampus, they are definitely like God and the devil. Like they're yeah, they're definitely there's definitely parallels. Parallels, that's a good word for it. So like when you when you think about Krampus and Christmas, what are you doing? You're telling your kids if they don't behave, they're gonna get beat to death. Or is it death? Right. Well, <laughs> that's what I was saying. Like, I mean, sometimes they just get slapped around a little bit with a stick. Sometimes they're straight up eaten. So Other times they're taken straight to hell. It's like. Jesus, what were kids doing back then? I feel like when you're raising your children, and I should never, ever judge anybody about being a parent because I struggle myself. But you're a great parent. Thank you. I tell you that all the time. You're very sweet. Colleen's a very great parent. I really cry. Don't cry on the podcast. But when it comes to, like, parenting a child, what are you trying to do? Like, you're trying to raise them to have, like, the right tools to navigate life and to, like, be a responsible citizen. So that means, like... Law-abiding citizen. Yeah, like... That is such a good movie. Why are we talking about that movie? I love that movie, except for the ending. I wish they would change that ending to that movie. What was the ending? That he got outsmarted by a fucking lawyer. Oh, that's right. And isn't he naked at the end, too? Like, they come in and he's, like, naked, and they're like... What? No, that's the beginning. Oh, that's the beginning. Yeah, no, no, no. He's like a mastermind and he's like planning out all these like ways to kill people and he's like a super genius. Yeah. And then like this fucking lawyer comes out of nowhere and he's like, oh, hey, I'm smarter than this guy or something. And he like <laughs> outwits him and kills him. It's like, 
what? <laughs> the whole movie was talking about how badass this guy is, and then all of a sudden, some fucking, he wasn't even that good of a lawyer, <laughs> fucking takes him down. Oh, so mad at the ending. That does Plus, I like the guy, the actor, uh, Gerard. Gerard Butler. Yeah. He's a good actor. He's a good actor. But anyways, back to Krampus. <laughs> Here's what I think. I think if you're trying to teach your children to be moral, and Adam and I have talked about this before, like, we, like with when it comes to like being atheists and all that stuff, like you don't have to be religious to be a good person. Just like you don't have to be afraid of going to hell or going to jail to be a good person. The fear is not what makes you a good person. And that's like with Santa and stuff. I'm kind of careful with my kids. I only say it a few times a year. Santa's watching you. You better be good. I've never heard you say that. I said it once today and I felt bad afterwards. Because I don't want them to ever be afraid. Well, like, like God's watching you. Yeah, like I feel like if you're trying to make your kids be good and you're using fear, that's uh, not well, going to work. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you can't manipulate your children and expect them when they grow up and learn that all these lies like Santa he's definitely a lie I'm sorry but like when they grow no 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 what we do not hold any definite stance okay you're right okay it is unlikely that Santa is real I do not believe he is real but I don't want to put a definitive yes or no on it because that would require us to have proof yes that he does not exist which we, we do not currently have. We don't have. But, like, I just don't agree with making your kids scared into being good. Like, the idea of Krampus is hilarious. Well, there's, there's to a certain point. Because the fear part is animalistic. Okay. Like... Explain. So, that's the whole thing, is, like, as Neanderthals, like, we used fear yeah. to survive. Yeah. Like, hey, you dipshit, don't go near the woolly mammoth by yourself or you get fucking stomped. Yeah, like, you don't want your kids to go play with knives because that's dangerous. Yeah. But that's, like, real-world, con- like, like consequences of actions. Yeah, so I agree and disagree. Okay. Like, there should be fear mm-hmm. of things that are dangerous. Yeah. Or things that are going to lead to something dangerous. Yeah, like don't steal because you could go to jail. And get raped in jail. So that's yeah. very dangerous. Well, yeah, but like when it comes to like religion and like... No, yeah, that's Krampus, that's where you're totally right. Like, yeah, that's that's what I'm talking about. Like you're totally right. I, I'm not telling my kids go play with knives because you shouldn't be scared of anything. Not that. But I feel like it's... I, I'm not preaching. I'm not telling you how to raise your kids or anything. I just personally feel like... If you're guilting your kids into, like, believing how you believe because you think that's what's best for them, I think you need to, like, step back and be like... If asking questions is a detriment to your religion, there's something wrong. Yeah. A thousand percent. There's never anything that's... Or, damn it. I'm doing that myself. Uh, for the most part, asking questions is usually a good thing. Yeah. That's how you learn. Yep. Either by experiencing things or asking questions. You can't just, like, be told this is this and this and this your whole life and really experience life. You have to either experience it or question the shit out of everything. And, like, with religion, um, it almost seems that asking questions is frowned upon. 
And it it is. It and is. that's the weird thing because if your religion is the true religion, like asking questions should build your faith. Yes. Not destroy it. Well, yes. So, so true. That's a that's an easy way to figure out if you're kind of in a cult. Is if you're asking more questions and you're getting uh, frowned upon for that, or if you're finding more doubt because of that, that's your human brain telling you, this doesn't fucking make sense. Yeah, that's such a good point, actually. <laughs> but, like, when it comes to Santa, think about, think back when you were a kid. When did you stop believing in Santa? How old were you? Oh my god, I was young. Although our parents didn't really do much with Santa. I think mom was kind of like this. Oh, there might be a Santa. It was more. Religious. But we were poor as shit. So like all the presents we knew where they were coming from. Mm -hmm. And then our dad was a closeted atheist. So. He totally was. He still won't say that he's an atheist today. But he totally is. I need to have a conversation with him. Oh, he's he gonna definitely hate me is. Because oh, I tried to and he says he's an, ag an agnostic. Agnostic. So I'm going to do my own little rant here. Do it. Um, so agnosiasm, agnosiasm is not a stance on the religion question. Why? Agnosiasm is just your level of uh, education or level of confidence. So if someone asks you, uh, do you believe in God? You have two answers. Yes or no. Right? Right. If you say maybe, you're probably on the yes side. Okay. I mean, you can say maybe, but, like, that means yes. If you say maybe, you're saying yes. Yes. Right? Yeah. Because it's... Um, That's more of a yes than a no. Right? Exactly. Like, I can ask you, is my name Adam? Maybe. Yes, it is, Adam. How retarded is that for you to say maybe? So stupid. I mean, if I asked some total stranger, like, that would be... That makes sense to say maybe. Yeah. Um, but no, so there are two sides. There's theism and atheism. Theism is believing in a God. Atheism is not believing in a God. Okay. So you can't have middle ground to that. No, because it's like extremes. Yeah. It's like it's yes the, or It's no. two sides to a question. Yeah. So people who say they are agnostic either don't know what they're talking about, or well, who say they are agnostic, that's their religion or that's their religious belief or they how they identify mm -hmm. they're usually an atheist usually do you think they're just scared of saying that they're an atheist oh yeah why would they be scared of that because it's usually indoctrinated people who want to like oh well i don't think there is but i want you know i don't want to go to hell just in case there isn't one <laughs> you know it's just stupid that's shit like saying that. there is a hell yeah that's exactly if See? you're scared of going to hell then there is a hell to yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. That's why a lot of agnostics are theists, and a lot of them are just kind of wishy-washy. Yeah. Um, so, which is perfect, because you can be an agnostic theist mm -hmm. or an agnostic atheist. Like, you can be either or, but you can't just be one. And it's really funny, because there's so many people nowadays that, like, just want to say... <laughs> Like, especially, like, because I'm on a lot of dating sites. I'll see a lot of women who, their religious views, agnostic. It's like, why is that even an option? Because <laughs> it's an important question. Like, yeah, I don't know. But, I mean, that's exactly what atheists say. We don't know. Atheists are not putting the positive claim that there is no God. 
that would require proof that nobody has. See, I think that's such a common misconception. It is. Like, because I always thought that until I actually had a conversation with you. Yeah, a lot of people think that we're claiming there is no God. Yeah. That is not the atheist standpoint. Now, there is um, sub-beliefs below the atheism um, mantle. So, there is strong atheism and weak atheism. Strong atheism meaning I do not believe in a God. I do not believe there is a God. And um, just the simple... um, I I don't see any proof for a god. Okay. So that's weak atheism. So I like weak atheism. That one leans a lot more towards a, what people call agnostic. Well, I like that because it's like not claiming to have more knowledge than the next guy. Like, I just don't know. You don't know. I don't know. Nobody knows for sure. I like that. Well... So, and a lot of atheists hold strong atheism um, views on different religions. See, I don't know a lot about other religions. I do. I don't. Like Scientology. That is one that I am a strong atheist on. I do not believe in Xenu or the fucking alien spirits that live in us. And that whole... Xenu? That's the name of it? Yeah, do you not know about Scientology? No. Oh, God. <laughs> Yeah, Scientology is fucked. It's so dumb. I might need to research that now. I'll have to show you some stuff. That sounds stuff. really funny. Scientology is just... It was a scienti- uh, sci-fi writer came up with a religion. Stop it. He just created it? Yes. No. That is what Scientology is. People really like... Like Tom Cruise, like he believes in that shit. Yep. It is straight up a cult. I can't deal with that. No. Yeah, it's crazy. I can't deal with that. And it's, like, the same for, like, Krampus. Like, somebody just made that up. Okay, when we're talking about Christmas, Krampus, Santa, you as a more... What did you call yourself? Are you a strong atheist? So I'm a strong atheist on some religions. I'm a weak atheist on others. Okay. So... Like, there's others that would be harder to say no to. What do you think about... Santa and Krampus like your thoughts on them being atheist that you are that's a weird question because it's not a religious view so, so but that's one thing that I don't like, know why you would ask me as an atheist because when we were you mean growing, as a skeptic well that's when, a better when we were growing up mom always told us and I've heard a lot of people say this too that Santa is Jesus's helper and that he, um, like, his origins come from, like, him being, like, the reason he's, like, um, what do you call it? What do you call it when you never die? Immortal? immortal? Yeah, him being immortal is because Jesus gave him that gift. And that he's, like, spreading the word of Christianity. So, like, he's almost like a missionary. So, <laughs> but he also... I missed that in all, the, like, the literature and the movies. That's what I grew up thinking. And that's where, like... That's just straight up religion indoctrination of the holiday. And that's what's so interesting when I started learning about... Or their take on the holiday. I did watch a lot of documentaries about um, pagan rituals and how we stole a lot of them for Christmas. And that really made me look like stop and think about it because, you know, growing up you always think, 
well, all this Christmas stuff comes straight from God. It comes straight from our religion. And that Santa is like a Christ-like figure because he rewards good behavior, just like Jesus does. And he's giving and selfless sacrifices, like all of these He also things. punishes the naughty. Yeah, exactly. So growing up, I always associated Santa with religion. And it's so funny now that we're talking about it more and I've learned about it more, like Santa does not necessarily come from religion. Like it comes from a pagan religion where, you know, Jesus and God weren't even in the mix. But like you talked about, we took that and made it fit into our mold of Christianity. Um, so like looking at it as a whole, like Krampus, all this stuff, it's like all these, and even just like Egyptian gods and other um, cultures and races and religions and everything, we just take pieces that we like and we intertwine them into our belief system and even the history that we're taught. So it's like, there's so much fuzzy, there's so many fuzzy lines and it's hard to distinguish. And I'm sure for scholars, it's not, but for like me as an average person, it's hard to distinguish where one end, one part ends and one part begins. Like, okay, is Santa, is he just some elf out there just doing this because he wants to, or did God give him the rights to do this? Did God come in and give him immortality? Is Krampus the devil's helper or is he yeah. just some bad guy running around because he hates Santa or him and Santa friends? Like what the hell? Well, they're all friends. It's just, it's interesting, right? Well, Jesus and Satan were brothers, brothers. Mm -hmm. So Santa and Krampus, are they brothers? It could be. Hmm. So as a skeptic, with all this folklore floating around, is it is is your view on Santa and Krampus that it's just legends that we've written into history, or do you think it came from actual people? Like, was there a Santa? Was there a Saint Nick? Was there a Krampus? No, there was never a fucking goat human. <laughs> Saint Nick, um, I don't know. I have no reason or no problem with believing in an old saint that used to give kids gifts, you know, around Christmas time. Like, I'm sure they happen all the time. Like, people, in general, people are good and they are charitable. So I'm, I have no problem with some old guy who used to do that around Christmas time. So why did Krampus come into the mix just to make just to kids. scare kids okay that's all it is that's so messed just up just like hell yeah that's exactly so why that's in up. there don't fuck up kids or you're going to hell but a lot of the kids were like i don't care about that well don't fuck up you might not get presents oh fuck okay that's how kids think okay if you were okay go back to your nine nine-year-old self Let's say uh -huh. you, you were told about Santa, but you were told about Krampus. What would you have thought as a nine-year-old of Krampus? Would you have been scared of him? Um, I probably would have been if he, like, literally would kill you and take you to hell. But if he came and just smacked you with a branch? No. You wouldn't care? No. 
My brothers and mother did that to me all the time. <laughs> You're like, bring it on, bitch. <laughs> it's so funny. Like, I think the first time I heard about Krampus was pretty recently. Like, within the... Okay, maybe not that recently. Like, ten years ago. I, re- I heard of it a while ago because the office... Dwight did oh, like with a the bell schnickel. Yeah, it was like kind of an offshoot of. Yeah, it. yeah, that's right. It's so strange, and like thinking about so like we talked about Vikings, that TV show and everything, and like we did? a long time ago actually, but um, you know, with like the the whole Vikings, like they're all pagans, right? And like they have their different gods, like. Odin and is Thor God, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. All of them. And um it's like they're 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 all pagans. And then they're like invading um England where there's Christianity there. And I think that's it's such an interesting thing to think about where all these pagans with all of these gods and all of this rich history of like their belief system and like um, like what would you call that? The seasons is a big thing for them, like the winter solstice, the summer solstice. Then they come to England, and a lot of them are um, convinced by the Christians there that um, Christianity is the way, or it's more. It was my God can beat your God. Yeah, exactly. And my God's more powerful. And nowadays, it's like... Look what my God can do. And, like, nowadays, it's not even that as much anymore. It's more like, okay, what are your arguments? Like, how does this fit into my lifestyle? And I think a lot of people pick and choose their religions based on what they're comfortable with. And we do that now. Like, I know a lot of people who aren't Christian, but they celebrate Christmas because they love it or they... Um, yeah, like they love it and they like the idea of it. So like if you can pick and choose things that you're going to believe in and Christmas is one of them, why not pick, um, Krampus? Why is he left out? Well, Christmas isn't a belief. You're right. Unless you're talking about like Santa. That's more, that's more just like the mystical part of it. Letting kids believe in something supernatural just for the, for their enjoyment. Yeah. Like, that's not... Christmas is not a belief. I mean, everybody has that day off. It's a federal holiday. So it'd be kind of hard not to celebrate. Well, not that they're, like... Okay, maybe not religion-wise, but they choose to celebrate it because it's a beautiful thing. And it, like you said, it's like a federal holiday and everything. Um, it's tradition more than anything now. Tradition, yes. I wonder why we didn't bring Krampus over, though. Because it did not catch on. People did not like that they were telling their kids that they're going to get fucked up by a goat, goat demon. <laughs> that reminds me of, like, um, I think it was, like, what was it? I used to read these etiquette books from, like, the 1800s. Um, and a lot of them had to do with, like, don't do this or this is going to happen. Like, oh, I can't remember. But there's always, like, consequences to everyday things that kids would do. Like, if you... Oh, the saying, cleanliness is next to godliness. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. 
Okay, so we are coming up on our time limit. This was supposed to be a 30-minute episode. Um, okay, we'll close it out with um, what is your favorite Christmas movie? Home Alone. Gay. Okay, mine's Krampus. Alright guys, this was a fun episode. Um, we'll be back soon with some more interesting uh, episodes. Um, everybody stay safe out there and happy holidays. Happy holidays!